At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare getting ready to take on spring make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools from hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products, because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Always follow the, follow the money. That's what I always say. You always follow yeah, the money. Yeah. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on VSIN. Follow the Money with Stormy Bonantoni and Dave Ross in for Mitch and Polly today. This is our all-college football hour because the college football betting guide is out right now. Start your football season on the right foot with our expert profiles of all 131 teams, people. You got team trends, power ratings, over-under recommendations, plus the best season win total bets. Heisman hopefuls, playoff predictions, the list goes on and on. And the only way that you can get access to this year's football betting guide is by becoming a VEASAN all-access subscriber. It's super easy to sign up. You can do so today at VEASAN.com slash subscribe. Get everything we offer for the entire football season, including the pro football betting guide, which is also coming soon. But like I said, we are talking all college to start things off here and excited to welcome in our guy, Wes Reynolds, who... In addition to college football, covers just about everything. everything. But his priorities in the college football betting guide were the ACC and mm-hmm. Big Ten East at Wes Reynolds one on Twitter. Welcome in, Wes. Thanks for getting up early with us today. Good morning, guys. How are you? Good. We're great. We're excited because we 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 look over the betting guide. We see what you've got in there, and I think in the ACC and, and Stormy, I'm curious what Wes thinks. Do you think this is scorched earth for Clemson this year and a revenge tour for Dabo? Or do you think there's trouble that last year could be closer to this year? Yeah, if you look at Clemson, uh, they were down last year. And we were talking about, oh, how down the Tigers were. They somehow won 10 games. But winning 10 games is a disappointment down there in Death Valley. They had won six ACC titles in a row, six consecutive CFP berths. That ended abruptly. So 
you know, maybe this is the revenge tour. I certainly think that they're the favorite in the Atlantic Division, even though NC State is kind of the hype machine this year. Last year, though, it was North Carolina, and we saw that they ended up finishing 6-7, and seven, and it started disappointing right away when they lost at Virginia Tech. So danger, at least a little bit for the Wolfpack. They don't want to, you know, fall into too much of their own hype. But with Clemson, you've got two new coordinators. You have to, uh, Brandon Streeter, who goes ahead. He was a former Tiger quarterback mm-hmm. back in the late 90s. Tony Elliott, by the way, is now the head coach at the University of Virginia. And Streeter takes over on offense and on defense. Brent Venables, who was one of the best coordinators in all of college football, run the Bros Award multiple times. He is now at Oklahoma, so Wes Goodwin takes over on the defense. The defense, I think, really didn't slip very much last year. Rated eighth nationally, 310 yards per game. And the defensive line, I know Dabo has really been talking up this defensive line, thinks it might be the best he's ever had, and that's pretty high praise considering Clemson's been loaded at defensive line for about 30 years down there. So really good up front. I think the defense is going to be good. It's all going to depend, though, on the quarterback. It's all, all going to depend on DJ Uwe So uh, he struggled in his first full season as a starter. Remember that great game he played at Notre Dame where he's kind of called into duty very late and replacing Trevor Lawrence. And, you know, he just played. He didn't really overthink it. And I think uh, that's why we thought, oh, we, he was going to have a super season last year. And he was disappointing. 55% completions, 9 to 10 touchdown to interception ratio, really made poor decisions, was too inaccurate. Clemson was 103rd in the nation in passing offense. But I think at least the conditioning has improved. He's reportedly lost 25 pounds. And I think that the offense is just going to be better just, you know, having a healthier unit, a healthier unit up front. DJ may be taking that next step, but I don't think that there is runaway of a favorite in this division, maybe as the market's giving them credit for. And I, I like the way that you phrased all of that, all of these pieces that are here for Clemson, but ultimately it's all going to come down to DJ Uyunglele and the success or step backs that he might take. You mentioned NC State. And the hype train there. I am one of those people on it. Absolutely love Devin Leary. My Twitter account should just become a Devin Leary stand (laughs) account at this point. They're bringing back so much. This could be the best team that Dave Dorn has ever had in his time as the Wolfpack head coach. And they could very well be undefeated, as could Clemson, coming into that October 1 game. Do you think realistically that NC State could, I mean, they beat Clemson last year. Do you think that they could make a run? Could they be one of those teams that is the last one standing? I think they certainly can, Stormy, because if you look at NC State, they lost two ACC games last year by a total of four points. Lost by one at Miami, lost by three in that shootout at Wake Forest. They were unbeaten at home last season, but they've got that October 1 game that you mentioned at Clemson. And NC State looking for its first ACC title since 1979. It's all about managing the expectations, and you're right about Coach Doran been kind of the model of consistency, a lot of eight, nine win seasons, but can you take that next step? Devin Leary was outstanding last year, who you mentioned. He actually broke Phillip Rivers' all-time single-season TD pass record at 35. He's only thrown seven interceptions in the last two seasons on 550 total passes, so you're talking about a guy that I think is very mature, doesn't force it, doesn't turn it over. Two of his top three receivers are back. The offensive line, despite the fact that they lost the anchor at Kwanu, who got drafted by the Carolina Panthers in the first round, they've got four starters back and 95 career starts on that offensive line up front. So we know that that unit is going to be good. We know that the defense was pretty good. They were 14th nationally, second in the ACC, 
allowed just a little bit less than 20 a game, second in the ACC with 15 interceptions. So they bring a lot of guys back. They bring a fair amount of super seniors actually back because the super seniors have kind of been different for each program. Like Wake Forest, for instance, they had a lot of their super seniors last year. So Wake is the team that I think in this division that might take a little bit of a drop that we saw from last season when they won 11 games. Wes, I told Stormy this in the last hour, you know, going to VCU, not having a football team, I had to drive to Blacksburg or to Charlottesville to watch ACC football because we didn't have a team. I look up and I see Virginia Tech north of 50 to one to win the ACC this year. I, I can't recall them being this long of a shot down the board. We know there's a coaching change. Justin Fuente out. The Beamer days are long gone. What do you make of the Hokies this year? Are they really taking a big step back? I actually lean a little bit over their win total at six and a half at plus money. They're not quite going to be there in the glory days of Beamer ball and when Bud Foster had some of the best defenses in the country. But Brent Pry, who comes in from uh, Penn State, he was with James Franklin for several years on that staff as their defensive coordinator. He wants to kind of get back to that identity, Dave, in terms of what Beamer ball was and Bud Foster on defense. And and I think Virginia Tech kind of lost that identity. But if you just start with the offense, new offensive coordinator, Tyler Bowen, who was also on Penn State staff and was the tight end coach for the Jaguars last year. Joe Rudolph comes in as the offensive line coach from Wisconsin. So we know what this offense wants to do. They want to establish a running game first and foremost. New quarterback, Grant Wells, transfer from Marshall University. The seventh starting quarterback in five years for this program. So you can tell why Virginia Tech has slipped because they've had so much turnover. I think the defense, I always kind of tend to trust the Virginia Tech defense because I think Fry and Chris Marv, who were together at Vanderbilt uh, when uh, Marv played there, they're going to try to get and be physical up front. And that's where they really need work. No defensive lineman had over three and a half sacks last year. So they're going to try to out-tough opponents. Now, they start out at Old Dominion, who you'll remember upset them in 2018. And that was what started kind of the whispers in Blacksburg that, hey, maybe Justin Fuente is not going to work out for us. Then you get three straight at home, B.C., Walford, West Virginia. But it's October that's going to define them. You've got at North Carolina, at Pitt, at NC State, and then you host Miami at the end of the month. Schedule does uh, ease up a little bit at the end, though, with Georgia Tech, Duke, and Liberty. Here with VEASAN's Wes Reynolds did a great job as a contributor Mm -hmm. to the college football betting guide that is out today. In addition to your coverage with the ACC, you also handled the Big Ten East. And, I mean, Ohio State (laughs) is the talk of the town all over the country right now. Obviously a big favorite to win the Big Ten this year, a contender in the college football playoff to potentially win a national championship this year. Um, What are some ways that folks might be able to bet on Ohio State that isn't a crazy tax to have to pay? And what makes this team special in your eyes? Yeah, I'm glad we saved it just for the couple minutes left in the segment because that's all we really need in the Big Tenies. They're going to win the Big Tenies, Ohio State. I think they're absolutely loaded. Uh, You looked at the the win total. Obviously, if you want to go over 10.5, you're paying almost minus 250. So. I'd rather just take them to win the conference. But here's what I think Ohio State finally realized. We can't just win outscoring teams. 
we're going to put up huge numbers. Justin Fields is going to have a huge year. Smith and Jigba is probably the best receiver in the history of the program, which is a pretty high standard there at Ohio State. Uh, 95 receptions, 1606 in the yards. Just put in the Rose Bowl tape against a really good Utah defense, and they absolutely couldn't cover him. And they'll be able to run the ball with Henderson. The defense, though, is why Jim Knowles got brought in from Oklahoma State. He led a top 10 national defense for a program uh, for Mike Gundy that the defense was a joke like three to four years ago, and he made it one of the better units in the country. It's not a talent issue on defense or a recruiting issue that they don't have enough dudes. They got plenty of dudes. They just didn't play good fundamental football. They didn't take proper angles. They missed tackles. But now you're returning a lot of personnel, especially up front. So yeah, I absolutely, you, you can't dislike Ohio State. They're the best team in the East by far. They're going to be double-digit favorites in every game, including maybe on the road at Michigan State and Penn State. All right, I only have about a minute to go. The West, very quickly, Michigan was very profitable. You and I did a lot of their games last year uh, doing the shows on Saturdays. A step back for Harbs very quickly in Michigan in the big house this year? Maybe a small step back, Dave, because, uh, look, they ran the ball just astronomically well last year, but they've got two new coordinators on offense. Josh Gaddis went with Mario Cristobal to Miami. They'll still be able to run the ball, and they also do get Ronnie Bell back, uh, their star receiver, but new defensive coordinator as well, Jesse Minter in for Mike McDonald, who's now the DC for the Ravens, and when you when you replace these two pass rushers, Hutchinson and Ojabo, 25 of their 34 stacks, yeah, I think they're going to take a little step back. They may go back to like a nine-win team this year instead of a playoff team. Wes, you're the man. Thank you so much for the time. And awesome great stuff, job Wes. with everything and the hard work you guys did on this guide. You got it, guys. Thank you. I, no hyperbole here. Hardest working man at this Wes, Wes is amazing. I, I wish he just knew his stuff. <laughs> yeah, geez, Wes. No, uh, incredible insight from amazing him. Amazing information. We will continue the college football yep. hour when we come back. We're going to take a quick timeout, but Steve Mackinnon, VEASAN's own data analyst, coming up next. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, 
elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to point game. King of the court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Follow the money on VSEN, the sports betting network. Get 50% off all expert picks at winnersandwiners.com with the promo code VSNFTMGS50 at checkout. It's tired of paying for losers. Winners and Winners' best bets are backed with a win guarantee because nobody should have to pay for losing picks. Our top experts continue to produce winners, and today they've got a loaded card with their best bets. Use promo code VSNFTMGS50 at checkout and get 50% off all expert picks today. Winnersandwiners.com. Rolling along here on Follow the Money, Stormy Bond and Tony and Dave Ross in for the fellas today as we continue our all things college awesome. football hour with the VEASAN College Football Betting Guide dropping today. We welcome in Steve Mackinnon, VEASAN Point Spread Weekly contributor, a wealth of knowledge when it comes to the sports betting data and analytics. His power ratings second to none. So welcome in. Uh, appreciate you making the time for us this morning. How's it going? Hey, good morning, guys. Always a pleasure to be with you. I cannot imagine the amount of work <laughs> that went in to get all of this accomplished for this guide to be released ultimately today. And let's start at the top and head our way down because it feels like Ohio State and Alabama are just on this collision mm-hmm. course to battle it out for a national championship this year. Georgia right there, I guess, in that upper echelon as well. But then it feels like there's this steep drop off. Is that what your ratings told you as well? Or where do you sit on the top teams? Well, yeah, that's what, where the ratings come out. I, I think it'd be erroneous to add it any other way here. Now, these two teams in particular, Alabama and uh, Ohio State, have something a little different than we're used to from these real good teams come back. They always have the good recruits. They have deep, uh, deep talent. Uh, they've recruited very well over the last decade. They have elite, elite quarterbacks coming back this year. And uh, typically that is enough to get a team to the top, to the to the championship game. Steve, when you look at it historically, it, it feels like every year we're talking about the same teams, right? Alabama, Ohio State in there. Is, is that true when you look back? Because you're amazing with the trends. Or is this an anomaly that we come into a year where it really feels like those are the two clear cuts? And as Stormy mentioned, Georgia, a solid number three. Has it been this clear cut one and two when you look back at how you've done your power ratings in the last, uh, I'd say, decade or so? Well, I think all we have to do is go back one season where it wasn't quite the same. Now, I think what happened with COVID and the adding of the super senior uh, season, it gave teams that were on the fringe, if you will, a chance maybe to compete and get into that playoff, uh, maybe elite level. Uh, and we saw two teams do that. Michigan, a very experienced Michigan team came back. A very experienced Cincinnati team came back. Those teams were able to crash the playoff part. Now, we returned this year. So last year, there was, I believe it was 69 teams returning 17 starters or more. 
because of that super senior rule. This year, there's only 15. Mm. So I think you have to look at at basic talent level, and that comes from recruiting rankings and that kind of thing, uh, as to w- where teams are going to be able to actually reach their peak. And remember, everybody, the College Football Betting Guide out today mm-hmm. is only available when you have the VEASAN all-access subscription. For those of you who are watching us on the live stream side, these slates uh, are just a little preview, a breakdown of what you're going to get on each of these teams with Steve's power ratings, the number of returning starters, strength of schedule, season win total, recommendations, all of that. Um, it's really great. When we go from those upper echelon top three teams, there is a steep drop-off after that for the next team in contention to be that potential college football playoff contender and have an opportunity for a national championship. Like who are some of the people in your mind programs in your mind that could fill that next slot in the gap for the CFP? Well, I think I'm going to qualify this answer in the fact that so this, the, the CFP guide has five different articles that I uh, have added in uh, this year's piece here, but what it is, is a, it's an encapsulation of my routine for handicapping the upcoming season and prepping and evaluating all the teams. Now, I could say from each one of those articles that I see a team this, hey, this team could maybe surprise. This team could, uh, this team could maybe make a run at the playoffs. Now, if I was to go and just maybe say three different teams that I think from from using all of those pieces that could be wild card here, I have I would say NC State one. Uh, big time returning experience, uh, top level quarterback. Uh, they haven't been on the elite stage here for a long time. Uh, I would add maybe North Carolina, very highly talented team based on recruiting. They got a five star quarterback stepping in for another five star quarterback. So there shouldn't be much of a drop off. They've underachieved. If they reach their potential this season, they could surprise people. And I think the other one you got to consider is USC. You have no idea what what might this team could be uh, the best team in the Pac-12, but if they are, they end up maybe making a run at the playoffs uh, if Caleb Williams is able to come uh, have a big season for his former coach and current coach, and then uh, they've had two really strong recruiting classes in a row under within this most recent one with Lincoln Riley. Hey, if it all comes together, you, the, the sky's the limit. Steve, that is really interesting that you point that out because this is a USC team that's coming off just a four-win season. And I was curious if you felt like in the offseason with the things they did in the transfer portal, if they did enough to be able to eclipse that season win total of nine and a half. I know there are high expectations, but did the defense do enough to have them be that high caliber Pac-12 winning type of a team that can put themselves in that position? Yeah, I think it was a big allowed over 30 points a game last year. Obviously, that's not going to get done. Uh, that's not going to put you on a, on a playoff level. But uh, to me, this is the biggest wild card heading into the season. Uh, it, it, if you told me they win five games this year, I'd be like, oh, yeah, I guess so. Maybe you could see that. Maybe <laughs> they're going to be better next year. Now, if you told me they're 11 and 1, oh, you could even see that too. So, I mean, I think you could land anywhere in between there. Steve, it's interesting because college football now, it's, it's uncharted, right? We haven't done this before with transfer portals. And you're used to it with coaches when you put your power rankings together and you do a really good job of finding those coaches and coaching staffs that have stability. But now with the players on the move like this, how much harder is it for you to put together these power rankings when you have to, to look at players with new teams and new coaching staffs? 
You know, it's actually not. I, I, I think people make one mistake about the transfer portals, thinking that there's a, hey, you got an experienced quarterback that did well in another system. He's coming over here. He's going to be great in this new system. <laughs> I think that's a mistake. I treat them as new quarterbacks out of the gate. So I, I think that's one way you've got to kind of look at this. They're playing for new coaches. Why weren't they happy? Why did they transfer out of that other situation? It, it, it's not an automatic that that experience that they had maybe played a season or two for another program is going to, is going to translate over to the new program. So I think you need to kind of maybe take a step back from that and think the overall program stability. Similar uh Question with regards to, we talked about USC, but with Texas as well, a team with very high expectations coming into this year, second year under Sark after going five and seven last year. They're another group that hit the transfer portal pretty hard. They should, you would imagine on paper, take a step forward, especially with Quinn Ewers finally going to play <laughs> football uh, at quarterback. So very improved, but was the overhaul enough for them to make that big jump into year two? Okay, so this is another interesting situation here. Now, now, one of the thing, one of my articles that I uh, write every season is about recruiting rankings. And over the last two seasons, the, the source I use, two four seven Sport, has added transfer portal rankings into their overall rankings for teams, and it's helped quite a bit. In the fact that you know the different talents that are coming into the schools by the transfer portal. Now, if you look at that. Texas is one of the teams you've got to have an eye on. It might not be this year. They may be better this year, and they may challenge even for a Big 12 uh, title. But teams like Texas, uh, again, USC, LSU, uh, Notre Dame specifically, and, and maybe Texas A&M, these are teams, maybe not, it's not this year, like I said. Maybe it's next year. Maybe it's the year after that. They could be looking at, at, at the national championship level program. Got about 90 seconds to go. Steve Mackin and the College Football Betting Guide is out today, so you got to get it. Steve, when you were doing all your research, was there a team or teams that jumped off the radar to you that maybe the betting market, you, you see a variance there that maybe the betting market is not in tune with what your research shows? Yeah, again, I, I have to look at this from several different standpoints because there's three teams in particular that I looked at it from my stability scores that could that could have big seasons because they're very stable situations now. Quarterback back, a lot of starters back, full coaching staff back. That leads to stability and the, and the ability to maybe look at that team and say they're going to be better than last year. Mississippi State, one of those teams. NC State, another. BYU. BYU's got an interesting schedule. They play a couple different tough games, but if they get by, they, you, this is a team that, who knows, it could be Cincinnati last season. Ooh. Yep. Very, very talented I, I, type of program. Yeah, I've I've so, thought that way too, Steve. Yeah, so I mean, you, you look at it many different ways. Uh, in my transitional systems, I found Nebraska lost a lot of close games here. <clears throat> They're moving on from Adrian Martinez, finally. They underachieved it. It's a, years of underachievement with Adrian Martinez. They're, they're bringing in uh, Thompson from Texas, uh, an elite recruited quarterback. Can he take, can he help them take the next step? Who knows? Yeah. Really good stuff, Steve. Appreciate Thanks, Steve. the time. And again, thank you for all the incredible work that yep. you did in the guide. Oh, you're welcome, guys. Thanks for having me, too. That's Steve Mackin. And make sure you get the college football betting guide now, vcin.com slash subscribe. When we come back, we talked to Texas. Let's keep that Big 12 ball yeah. rolling. Lincoln Riley out at Oklahoma. What's the expectations for the Sooners with Adam Burke when we come back? 
follow the money on VSEN, the sports betting network. Back here on Follow the Money, live from Circa Resort and Casino. Now here, our top horse racing plays from Express, Express Bet Editor-in-Chief Jeremy Plonk, both from Saratoga and Race 5. Jeremy has the number four, Portos, at a juicy 8-1 to one mm. on the morning line. And in Race 6, he's got the number one, Cold Call, on top at an even juicier 10-1. to one. You can wager on these races and more at First Bet, the preferred horse racing app of VEASAN. And if you sign up today using the code VEGAS22, you get $100 in free bets. So go to VEASAN.com slash horses for details on this exclusive offer for VEASAN fans, plus more top plays from VEASAN and Express Bet handicappers. That's VSIN.com slash horse. And with this being the all things college football hour, vcin.com slash subscribe for the college football betting guide out today. Mm. And you can only get it if you are a vcin all access subscriber. Right. So make sure you do that. It is 100% worth it. 131 teams of information, <laughs> two pages each. This thing is off the hook. And one of the main contributors making this thing go Adam Burke, who joins us now, he covered the SEC and Big 12, among others, in the College Football Betting Guide. Adam, thank you so much for getting up with us this morning. Absolutely. Don't forget, I did Conference USA in the Sun Belt, too. I said oh. among others, my man. <laughs> we try to get the big two do out. Do you ever sleep is my real question, <laughs> because with all that you do with the daily MLB yeah. picks and, I mean, cover all sports and now the College Football Betting Guide, like, do you chill ever for real? Even when you were in Cleveland on vacation, you were You're coming on shows. Working. Every now and then, I guess I get a little bit of sleep. I was actually sleeping pretty well when the alarm went off at 545 this morning. So appreciate it, guys. Thank you. <laughs> oh, he just had to throw that one out there. Let's get into the college football talk, though. In the Big 12, Oklahoma without Lincoln Riley, without Caleb Williams as they head over to Southern California. What's their roster looking like? How do you expect them to play out in Big 12 play this year? I actually like this Oklahoma team quite a bit. Their season win total out there, nine and a half. And my projections actually have this team at about 9.63 wins. So I do like them to go over the total. It's not the strongest of my positions of the conferences that I did. But I think Dylan Gabriel is a really good fit for this offense. He put up monster numbers at UCF. He's going to be playing in an up-tempo, a big play, explosive type of scheme under Jeff Levy, who was the offensive coordinator at Ole Miss. So I think offensively, they'll be just fine. And anytime you can bring in a guy like Brent Venables, that's absolutely going to help your defense, not only from a recruiting standpoint, but also just from the way that they play. They're very stingy against the run. They struggle a little bit against the pass. But what we saw from Clemson in the years that Venables was there was that the back seven was really, really good pretty much year in and year out. I would expect Oklahoma to make some strides there. I have the Sooners at least a touchdown favorite in every game except for the neutral site game against Texas. And then when they play Baylor at home, so to me, worst case scenario for this team is to go 10 and two. So I do like the over nine and a half here with the Sooners. You know, Adam, I look at the Big 12 and it feels like for the first time in a long time, it feels wide open. And you mentioned Dave Aranda and Baylor. Oklahoma State still is going to be a, a force with their defense. Texas, we all believe this is going to be a big year for the Longhorns. So they're about $2 plus $2 Oklahoma to get it done in the Big 12. Is it a four team race or do you think that Oklahoma is still a little bit better than all the rest? Yeah, I mean, look, I think Baylor's a really, really good team, a very well-coached team. We'll see if Shapin at quarterback can be the guy to lead that offense because Jerry Bohannon was very, very good until he got hurt. Then Shapin wound up taking over the job and then won the competition in the spring. So Bohannon actually transferred out to South Florida. 
I think Texas is very good on paper. We'll see if it actually you know, comes to fruition on the football field. Oklahoma State looks good, too. Even though they lost Jim Knowles, the defensive coordinator to Ohio State, they brought in Derek Mason, a longtime stalwart from the SEC. So I think Oklahoma State's in pretty good hands. But the thing that's most interesting to me about the Big 12 are the teams in the middle. You've got new head coaches at Texas Tech and TCU. You've got Iowa State losing a ton of talent, including quarterback Brock Purdy and running back Brees Hall. That's what I'm looking for. I'm looking to see if there are opportunities to play on or against those teams that have a lot of turnover, new coaches, new schemes, just a lot of uncertainty. And, and typically, you know, betters try to find that uncertainty, that higher degree of variance, because those are the teams that nobody really knows how to project. So if you can kind of pick up some things about those teams early on in the year, that can be really profitable from a week-by-week standpoint. And while oddsmakers have Baylor, by the way, as the fourth shortest shot mm-hmm. in the Big 12, they were the media pick to win the conference. And you mentioned Bohannon to South Florida, our guy Sean King, all over the Bulls <laughs> to beat BYU week one, although I strongly disagree. But speaking of our guy Sean King, he has Kansas State at 16-1 yep. to one in the league. What's the upside, you think, for this Kansas State squad this year? Is he right to be so high on them? Look, I mean, the upside comes down to Adrian Martinez, a guy that I really didn't like a whole lot at Nebraska. But you wonder if that was an issue with Scott Frost. You wonder if that was something where he was maybe just trying to do too much. I don't know what this Kansas State offense will look like because Martinez is a guy that threw a lot of backbreaking interceptions, turned the ball over a lot in the red zone, had some turnovers deep in his own territory. Is Wildcats legend Colin Klein, who's now the offensive coordinator, going to be able to take those things away from Martinez? I'm not really sure, but they do have a great running back in Deuce Vaughn. That's who the offense goes through. So, you know, for Kansas State, I worry about them offensively. But on the defensive side, you know, they tackle the Juco route very, very well, pardon the pun. They get a lot of guys that play really well in this scheme. There's a lot of consistency and continuity here, which is something that the middle of the Big 12 doesn't really have. And my projection for them is actually 7.55 wins, and the market is 6.5 with the over heavily juiced at minus 170. But there are a lot of toss-up games on the schedule, a lot of 50-50 types of games. And the ability of Martinez to avoid those turnovers will define the ceiling for the Wildcats. I'm not super confident in him, but I do see a path where this team can you know, win eight, possibly nine games if everything goes according to plan. Let's go down to the dregs of the Big 12. You ask any Missouri, Mizzou grad, they're going to tell you that Kansas Rock Chalk Jayhawk is a football school. 250 to one to win the con. That's not going to happen, Adam. But I look at the win total at two and a half. Is there any reason to play the over? Well, I mean, look, this is a team that hasn't won more than three games since 2009. So it's, it's been a really rough time there in Lawrence, but last season they looked better. I mean, I think Lance Leopold's a really, really good head coach. That's a guy that's pushing this program in the right direction. Jalen Daniels actually looked pretty good as the starter over the last three games, had that upset win over Texas where they won 57 to 56. But this is also a team that had lost 56 straight games (laughs) on the road in Big 12 play. So that was just kind of an outlier, one of those strange things that I wouldn't expect to happen here this season. The defense gave up over 42 points per game, over seven yards per play. The offense is limited. They are making a transition from a 3-4 to a 4-3 that should be taking hold now as they go into the second year of that. But 
No, I mean, I, I don't really have Kansas projected for, for that <laughs> impressive of a season at all. My win total for them is actually 2.33, oh. so I would look under if Man, anything Man, after that glowing review, we still go that way. Yeah, the only time that Rock Chalk Jayhawk is chalk is in college hoops. We know that. <laughs> uh, let's switch gears here these last couple minutes to the SEC. We know the hype around this Alabama Crimson Tide mm-hmm. team. Many people think that this could be Nick Saban's best team ever on both the offensive and defensive side of the ball, given the talent that they have. In the SEC East, the Bulldogs are the talk of the town. Is there anybody that could dethrone them this year? Since I would think that we all agree that Alabama seems to be the representative on the other side. I don't think so. I mean, I have Texas A&M projected for 8.54 wins, and that's third in this conference behind Alabama with 11.37 and Georgia with 11.4. So it definitely looks like it will be Alabama and Georgia in Atlanta once again. Alabama could have the top two players taken in the draft and Bryce Young and Will Anderson, depending on the quarterback situation for that team that's selecting that high. But I have Bama at least minus 14 in every game. I have Georgia at least minus 13 in every game. So it looks like uh, those two will uh, rule the SEC once again. Very quickly, Texas A&M, you mentioned them. We know about the consternation between Nick Saban and Jimbo Fisher in the offseason. It was good fodder for people like us. But what do you make of A&M this year? Would you be have a proclivity to play the, the over for the win total? Or do you think maybe a step back for Jimbo? You know, I think Texas A&M, when you look at them, I mean, from a talent standpoint, it's been rather incredible. And they just brought in one of the best recruiting classes ever. So, you know, that kind of sparked the discussion between Jimbo Fisher and Nick Saban there. Uh, This is a really, really strong team, certainly. But it's also a team that's got a pretty tough schedule. Like I said, I have them down for 8.54 wins, Mm. their season win total right at eight and a half. So that's just kind of an indicator of the schedule. You kind of wonder a little bit about the quarterback play because Zach Calzada got that upset over Alabama last year, but he wasn't particularly good. He winds up transferring. We don't really know much about Haynes King, but Max Johnson played pretty well at LSU. A lot of talent in the running game for this team. I think Texas A&M will be really good, but look, I mean, they play App State and Miami in non-conference, so those will be pretty interesting tests for them early on to go along with that SEC West schedule. Adam, get some sleep. You're the best. Thank you. Take care, guys. Thanks for having me. That's Adam Burke, in addition to all the work that he did on the fantastic college football betting guide, which, again, make sure you get it at decent.com slash subscribe. Daily MLB picks. He handles the daily email, covers everything. How good the last three guests for the college football betting guide. It's everything you need to know laid out. They're giving you the exact win totals, breakdowns on every single team in college football. you got to get the betting guide. You absolutely have to. And plus the beauty of the all-access subscription is you get everything. And the pro football one's coming soon. Yes, sir. When we come back here wrapping things up on Follow the Money, our in-pocket plays our favorite futures of the college football season ahead. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. 
he says, somebody's in the house. And I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. The guy has an algorithm to determine the winner of any given college basketball game. Someone gives you 10,000 to 1 on anything. You take it, take it, take it. I'll bet you 20 bucks I can get you gambling before the end of the day. No way. I'll give you 3 to 1 odds. Nope. 5 to 1. Nope. 10 to 1. You're right. All right, In Pocket, presented by Bet Rivers. We got the goods. And yeah. because this is, Dave, the all-college football hour, all things college Power football, hour. with the betting guide officially coming out today, vcin.com slash subscribe. Again, our guest this hour have just been insane, tremendous. Um, but this is where we're going with In Pocket. Yeah. I'm just laying out all of the futures that I have for this year, at least my, my favorite ones, because sadly there are more. <laughs> we're going to start with in the ACC, one of the – it's a long shot just because Clemson's an odds-on favorite. But, but you go, love the Wolfpack. Wolfpack, baby, at 8-1. to one. They returned the most starters in the ACC this year. Their quarterback, Devin Leary, is poised to have another really, really great season. His touchdown to interception ratio last year, insane, just five picks on the entire season. I think he's only going to get better. It, it's – I feel like for as hyped up as Clemson is, that just this this Wolfpack team isn't getting enough credit and they should be getting more. Well, I think you get great value. And again, Steve Mackinac and Wes Reynolds in this yes. hour, they both the, the numbers train. the numbers back it up. So Steve's numbers back it up, Wes's numbers back it up. You got good value there at eight to one. This is the best team Dave Dorn's got. I love it in the Pac twelve. If I haven't, you know, Shoved this down everybody's throat enough this week and last week. Utes! The Utah Utes to win the Pac-12. Um, I love their win total over as well this year. I think that they they lose a little bit on defense. Obviously, Devin Lloyd was their heart and soul on that side of the ball, but they've gotten some pieces from the transfer portal. Karene Reed got to learn behind him at the linebacker position. So defensively, I think that they will be 
just fine. They were one of the best, if not mm -hmm. the best in the league last year. But the real reason you want to bet on this team is because of what they can do offensively. And we saw that oh, shootout against Ohio Amazing. State in the Rose Bowl. Cameron Rising is so special. And it is such a crime that he was not the starter to begin last season, that they had Charlie Brewer in there. They started the year uh, one and two. Then they bring in Rising in that San Diego State game, and it just changed the trajectory of their season. No doubt. Tavion Thomas at running back became an absolute star before our very eyes. I just have a lot of optimism for this squad. Another guy with a great touchdown-to-interception ratio threw for nearly 3,000 yards. So give me Cam Rising not only to lead Utah to a Pac-12 title and potential CFP appearance. Whoa. Yes, your girl whoa, said it. Whoa, whoa. But also a long shot play at 80-1 to one for him to be in that Heisman conversation. Sean King thinks I'm out of my mind. He calls it a feel-good play. He says, all right, you can bet it all you want, get all the value you want, because that number is going to shorten throughout the course of the season. Yeah. He's not going to win. Rongo bongo, brother. I think <laughs> that if the Pac-12 gets a representative in the CFP this year, that it will be Utah, and that's what gives a guy like him an opportunity to be in the conversation. Well, instead of a long shot play, I, to me, that's a correlated play. If Utah can run the table, if they can go undefeated, if they can win the Big 12, uh, win the Pac-12, rather, and then all of a sudden they're in the college football playoff, they're going to look at the quarterback. Mm -hmm. And at 80-1, to 1, again, that's why I think it, it correlates well with your Utah to win the Pac-12 at plus 230 and to, to play the over in the win total. If those things happen, your 80-1 is in play. Well, and so both my Heisman plays that you see here on the board, Sean King says, ain't going to happen, Captain. But wow, Will, Anderson, Will Anderson, who finished fifth in the voting in the Heisman last year, the best defensive player Nick mm -hmm. Saban has ever had at Alabama, who should be invited no matter what, led the college football seen in sacks last year um second in quarterback pressures going into his junior season the sky's the limit so love him at 40 to 1 is what i got it at he was as high as 45 to 1 i believe now down to 25 to 1 and i still think it's worth backing him and then last one here my san diego state aztecs seven and uh seven and a half is their win total i'm going over they got off to a seven and no start last year mm -hmm. and Obviously, things fell apart um, with the loss to Fresno State and then in the conference championship. But because of the pieces that they did lose last year, the expectations for this team are very low and I think far too low. Mm. No, I do not think they're going to have another 12-win season. Um, a division title is going to be hard to replicate. But, I mean, a win total that opened 6.5 has been bet up to 7.5, and, and I still like it because people are sleeping on the Aztecs here. They get the Virginia Tech transfer at quarterback, whose name escapes me right now, Bur Burmeister, Burmeister yeah. um, who's a San Diego native, yeah. La Jolla Country Day guy, coming back to his roots there. Um, veteran running back by committee approach, replacing Greg Bell. He got the super seniors chance bell, no relation, and Jordan Bird in the backfield, as well as making good use of the transfer portal. So I like San Diego State. Plus... They have home games at home. New stadium, baby. They're oh. not going to have to drive to Carson anymore. I like them because they do have an identity. You know how they're going to play. Defense first, baby. There you go. Let's so, go. So if they, can, uh, if they can do that again this year, I, I kind of like your play there. Very quickly, and you're Will Anderson, 40-1. to 1, And I know it's quarterback-driven award. Same thing in the NFL. It's what I say about Aaron Donald. If you're good enough, just go ahead and win MVP. You can. I actually kind of like that play, sneaky. If the quarterbacks cancel each other out, mm -hmm. if there's any fatigue with Bryce Young, if Ohio State doesn't, C.J. Stroud doesn't have the year that we're anticipating them to have. And if Alabama runs the table and it's led by the defense, 
That could be a sneaky play. And there was so much talk about him last year. That won't be forgotten on this year's Heisman voters. I think he's got an outside shot. It's not a bad play. All right, hit me with your impact. Okay, and Let's again, do it. And this is why you have to get the guide, because the more and more you read, the more and more I like LSU. And again, we talked about it in the first hour of the show. It is juiced a little bit at six and a half, okay? You can find it some places at seven. I wouldn't shy away from that as well, because you can get it plus a dollar, right? Six and a half, you got to lay a dollar fifty. But they're going to win at least seven games. And seven games, to me, is a bad season for Brian Kelly and his family down there at LSU. So I think the Baton Rouge boys are going to be just fine this year. I think this is at least an eight-win football team. So at six and a half, I'd lay it. But I really like the seven a little bit safer because at worst, if everything goes wrong, I think it's a seven-win team. So that's why I like that play there and get my money back if it is a push. But I think this is at least an eight-win team. Well, and I mean, I think about like what he did at Cincinnati to transform that program into what it is. Gets the job at Notre Dame. And while there, yes, have been ups and downs in his tenure there, the winningest coach in Irish history. And, I I mean, LSU, you're not going to have a problem getting pieces to come there, getting players to come there. I think even right out the gates year one that they're low-balling them with the six and a half a win. Totally. It it is still a talent-laden program. They're they're not going to be devoid. They're not going to look at uh, the rest of the SEC competition and look lost. That's not going to happen with Brian Kelly. And now, again, this is supposed to be the adult in the room, Brian Kelly. Say what you want about Brian Kelly. That's what he got hired to do down there to clean up the mess of Coach O in his departure there. So I think it's going to be a pretty good year, number one. And look, I went to a couple of Notre Dame games, went one last year against SC, seeing Brian Kelly make that walk with the players. I never thought he was going to leave Notre Dame. It's kind of a stunner to me to see him go down there to LSU. He's not going to take that job to look bad. I can't imagine, not with the ego that Brian Kelly has. So I think it's going to be a good year one down there in the Bayou. Even though his dancing well that's not good other than that so marcus the football freeman stuff that's marcus freeman is already the king of cool versus brian oh, kelly oh it's so it's night and day you got to see the night video if you day. haven't seen it already and i'm gonna this is a west reynolds play like i wanted to get wes's thoughts on virginia tech because i'm so used to beamer ball back in the day and even justin fuente got off to a good start in blacksburg and you look this team is being slept on in the acc they're about 50 to 1 i'm not going to take them to win the ACC. I don't see that type of surprise. But you do look at the schedule. And if you can still trust the defense like West does, okay, you got a new coordinator coming over from Penn State known for his defense. So if that's going to be okay in Blacksburg and they get enough offense, I think they can win, win seven games in a really, to me, down ACC. So like yeah. to, to the ACC to me does not, outside of Clemson and NC State, nobody else really scares you. So I look at Virginia Tech, I think they can get their way to seven. To me, I get plus money at that, too. Good value. Bet River Sportsbook invites you to add some variety to your baseball bets with new same-game parlays. Every game this baseball season, you can combine game bets and player props to create your perfect combination. Whether you're looking to increase your payouts on favorites or make your own long shot, you can add a little extra spice to your game with those same-game parlays at Bet Rivers. Go to Bet River Sportsbook app or BetRivers.com to make your baseball same-game parlays today. Plenty of baseball mm-hmm. um, on the docket today, but in pocket, obviously, presented by Bet Rivers. And because, I mean, you're talking Virginia Tech. Yeah. Enter Sandman. Oh, it's the best. Nothing like it. What's your favorite game day tradition in college football? Well, that one's going to be tough to beat. And I'm old enough to go watch Michael Vick do that back in the heyday. And they play Enter Sandman by Metallica. And they came out of that tunnel with Frank Beamer and company. I'll never forget the beating they put down on Miami on a Thursday night back when Miami was still Miami. That one's really tough to beat. But there's so many good ones in college football. 
But I will say that Virginia Tech's that one's still special. But they need to have a quarterback and an offense worthy of doing that again. I'd retire it until they get the excitement back in Blacksburg. Absolutely. And enjoy the traditions and rivalries. It's almost While it's we almost can here. in college football, yeah. though, because they're on their way out in a lot of cases when you look at what USC and UCLA did on their way to the Big Ten in the future. But You're not excited for USC Maryland? Rutgers on the way, but again, one final reminder as we get out of here on Follow the Money, though, that all of the great insight you got today is just doubled, tripled, quadrupled down in the college football betting guide that you can get at vcin.com slash subscribe. Now the all access package, just $39.99 a month, and you get everything vcin has to offer. It's a great deal, great insight on all 131 teams you won't want to miss it. Fastest three hours it's ever. Fantastic. My friend, for Dave Ross, I'm Stormy Tony. That's a wrap on Follow the Money. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.